Hi everybody, my name is Landed Arena Slings Listen to episode 125. I love our Text Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B. Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Here on The Current Affair, what news do we have today, my brother? <laughs> Welcome, brother. How you doing? <laughs> doing excellent. I almost uh, sounded like current affair or some it, sort of it's, quick, it's, like, oh, we got the... That's our new new sound, I guess. new sound, yeah, right? Yeah, it, until we find another one. So, <laughs> Good stuff. Week. So, yeah, we have news. Let's get, let's get into this news, bro. Let's go what straight it, into it. We'll yeah, just, we'll yeah. Get down on it. We'll just, just get down, down to business, there. you know? Yeah, okay. Well, here, um, oh, boy. Well, first, okay. uh, I did some videos. I did my news video. Okay, and I did see that. I on, the, on the news video, there was a mask. Okay. Under a microscope. They had microorganism moving around on the mask. <laughs> little black string thing moving around. Yeah. Parasite, right? Oh. And uh, brand new mask, just out of the box. It already had parasites on it. Wow. And we put that on our face. Yeah. And we breathe that garbage in. Yeah. And it's supposed to be healthy. Yeah. It's supposed to be good. Exactly. Had another video where oxygen level was depleted when they closed the mask in tight. Mm-hmm. And CO2 went up, oxygen went down. Oh, yeah. yeah. See that one? And that was from uh, two medical professionals that had all their instruments showing and demonstrating. Wow. It. Um, there's uh, a... <clears throat> so, the... Um, I, don't, I can't bring it up right now. We'll bring it up later. But there's a, a clip of a health a health manager professional uh-huh. um it was what country was it not new zealand it was down around where new zealand is i can't remember queens queens okay or something like that anyway freudian slip saying uh that older people 70 and older are susceptible to injury or even death from the vaccine Mm. She probably meant to say from COVID. Yeah. But she said from the vaccine. Freudian slip. Mm. Uh, a lot of stuff. You watch, watch my news videos, folks. Um, it's just Troll Thinker Jeff Claiborne on YouTube. No. And um, I don't put anything fancy. I just put news for whatever date it is. Yeah, that's you know, true. That's it. That's true. And, uh, you know, people watch and they get a lot out of it. But here's some news. Health impact news. Uh, former Pfizer chief scientific officer on experimental COVID injections. Mm. Quote, I have absolutely no doubt that we are in the presence of evil. End quote. Wow. Dr. Mike Yedden. Okay. Is a scientist who is familiar to regular readers of Health Impact News. Being the former vice president and chief scientific officer, 
of the Allergy and Respiratory Research Division within the pharmaceutical company Pfizer. He has an insider perspective on the new experimental COVID, or as I call it, the globalist in experimental globalist injections. There's, mm. it, you look at the insurance companies, they're saying this is experimental. Yeah. yeah. And we're probably not going to cover it mm. if something happens. And you can't sue. You can't sue. There's laws. You yeah. can't sue. That's FISA, right? Any of them. Any of them. Wow. Any, any now, I've heard companies. stories that when people have made an appointment, they go in to get vaccinated, I guess they specify which one they want. And last minute, I've heard the story from quite a few people that they change it. They were supposed to get a certain brand, and then it's like, no, you're getting this one. And they're like, uh, why are you giving us options in the first place? Yeah. So I don't know what the mix-up is, but... I don't trust any of them. I, I mean, either, bro. Mm-hmm. I, this is how crazy the whole vaccine thing has become. I took my son this week, early in the week, uh, decided to take off from work a little earlier because... Um, we said, let's go to the movies. We figured mm-hmm. the movies are open. So I took him to watch the new King Kong versus Godzilla mm-hmm. in the mall, Grossmont Center. You know, mm-hmm. you know the mall. <clears throat> Brother, I we walked through it, and I'm like, why is it so busy? The parking lot was full. Well, guess what? Sharp had set up their vaccine center right there in the middle of the, uh, of the mall. And in droves, people were lined up. They took over the whole entire, like, food court area. Mm-hmm. They space everybody out. You have to wear your mask, but you fill your paperwork. You line up. They call your number, and then you proceed to the area where they... But, I mean, many people, you know, getting vaccinated. But, like you said, you not trusting any of them? Me neither. I don't trust it. I, there's a lot more evidence coming out of really bad side effects. Blood clots are being claimed in Europe. Yeah, with okay. The, with their vaccine. Zeneca, AstraZeneca, whatever it is. And um, the Netherlands mm-hmm. banned it for anyone under 60. Only those who are in dire need of it wow. have it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, or basically temporarily banned it. They need, to, they need to do studies on it to make right. sure it's okay. The EU is saying it's absolutely fine. WHO is yeah. saying, saying it's absolutely fine. The Netherlands and some other countries are saying, no, it's not. No, right. no we don't trust you. Uh, don't, and I don't trust either e, EU or the WHO. Yeah. And the CDC has lost a lot of trust. Lot, with they too. lost a lot of credibility. Yeah. Lost, and Fauci's a, oh boy. Don't, that guy. Don't, don't get me started on Fauci. He's a weasel. I'm sorry. But, but anyway, <laughs> I got to get back to this. <laughs> get back to that, brother. Sorry. So, said being, being the former vice president and chief scientific officer of the Allergy and Respiratory Research Division within the pharmaceutical company Pfizer, he has an insider perspective on the new experimental COVID injections and has been trying to sound the alarm on them since last year, 2020. Wow. Mm-hmm. He has recently interviewed, he was, re- was, he's, try it again. Okay. That's all, folks. He was recently interviewed by Mordecai Sons. Uh, also known to Health Impact News readers, who earlier this month was named as the news director for America's Frontline Doctors. Hmm. At the outset, Dr. Yaden said, I am well aware of the global crimes against humanity being perpetrated against a large proportion of the world's population. Hmm. I feel great fear, but I'm not detained or deterred 
I'll try this again. I feel great fear, but I'm not deterred from giving expert testimony to multiple groups of able lawyers like Rocco Galetti in Canada and Renner Fulmich in Germany. <clears throat> I have absolutely no doubt that we are in the presence of evil, not a determination I've ever made before in a 40-year research career, and dangerous products. In the UK, it's abundantly clear that the authorities are bent on a course which will result in administering vaccines to as many of the population as they can. This is madness. Because even if these agents were legitimate, protection is needed only by those at nobly elevated risk of death from the virus. In those people, there might even be an argument that the risks are worth bearing. And there definitely are risks which are what I call mechanistic, inbuilt in the way they work. Mm. But all the other people, those in good health and younger than 60 years, perhaps a little older, they don't perish from the virus. In this large group, it's wholly unethical to administer something novel and for which the potential for unwanted effects after a few months is completely uncharacterized. Mm. In no other era would it be wise to do what is stated as the intention. Since I know this with certainty, and I know those driving it know this too, we have to inquire, what is their motive? Hmm. While I do not know, I have strong theoretical answers, only one of which relates to money. And that motivation or that motive doesn't work because the same quantum can be arrived at by doubling the unit cost and giving the agent to half as many people. Hmm. Dilemma solved. So it's something else. Appreciating that, by entire population. It is also intended that minor children and eventually babies are to be included in the net. This is criminal. Mm. And that's what I interpret to be an evil act. Wow, yeah. There is no medical rationale for it. Knowing as I do that the design of these vaccines results... I'm sorry. Knowing as I do that the design of these vaccines results in the expression in the bodies of recipients, expression of the spike protein, which has adverse biological effects of its own, which uh, in some people are harmful, initiating blood coagulation and activating the immune immune complement system. I'm determined to point out that those not at risk from this virus should not be exposed to the risk of unwanted effects of these agents. So he is saying that the vaccines can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And um, insurance companies have not been covering it. No matter what the mainstream media has been telling you folks, and no matter what they might say initially on the news to make themselves look good, 
there are reports coming out of people filing insurance claims, life insurance claims, because mm. of vaccine injury yeah. or death, and being denied. Why? Because it's not a vaccine. It's mm. an experimental in- injection. Yeah. It's experimental. Yeah. They're, the people who are right now taking the vaccines, you're the, uh, ex- you're the experimental group. You're the uh, scientific group that they're The guinea pigs. Yeah, you're the guinea pigs. <laughs> I can't remember what they call it in the scientific studies, but the, the, yeah. the class group or whatever it is in the studies, you're the group that they're, they're shooting the vaccine into and then observing to see what it's going to do. Yeah. They don't yeah. know yet. They don't know the effects. Man. Yeah, it's interesting because you have to have a warrant to draw blood as a police officer okay. on a DUI case. Mm. You know, it's, it's blood, urine, or breath, right? Right, right. And uh, always ref- a lot of times they'll refuse. And so you have to force draw the blood, but you have to get a warrant to do it. Any, mm. Anything intrusive like that, you need a warrant. Yeah. But they can shoot a vaccine into your body and no, no big deal. No warrant, no nothing. I mean, of course, they're not doing criminal cases, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's, it's they just shoot it in, and my body, my, you know, right. Uh, yeah, 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 my body, uh, my choice. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, uh, but the problem is, um, they find out later about what the effects are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and these vaccines have not gone through the normal um, process. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of you, th- you think they just because of the pandemic that we're dealing with, they're pushing it fast so we can appease people to make it seem like, yeah, look, we have a solution. Here you go. They, the, the reason it was being was being pushed, a couple reasons. On one side, it's being pushed because they don't want the deep state shutting us 100% completely down. Mm. The other side, the deep state is pushing it because um, they, well... In the words of Bill Gates, Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion, and it's just my humble opinion, nothing else, they want depopulation. Mm -hmm. They want these, I think the people at the top want these vaccines to depopulate people, either by uh, infertility Mm. or by death. Sure, sure. Because it's a whole overpopulation myth. Yeah. Right. Someone the other day said you fly over America, and you get, you you go across the go across the Atlantic pond, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the yeah. pond. Yeah, the some pond. People it. Uh, you hit cities, <clears throat> and then you hit this vast open area of country. I mean, just big, huge yeah. open area of country, uh-huh. and you get over the West Coast and you hit more cities. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and uh, it, it's, he said, there's this, this huge swaths of open land across America. And yeah. he, he put it this way. He said, Americans, America is empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because no. it's not overpopulated. It's empty. No. You know, yeah. and a lot of countries are, I mean, yeah. even China where they're saying that it's overpopulated. Look how big China is on the map. Look how much land they have. Yeah. They're not overpopulated. They yeah. got plenty of land. Now, what about resources? That's where it comes in. Where sure. okay, do you have the resources? Well, I have been absolutely amazed in my lifetime that the number of people that are currently on the planet mm-hmm. are able to be fed 
consistently, and they are. There's, as a matter of fact, yeah, there is more food than than needed. Yeah, and there's more resources than needed. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> how how in the world think about how many people fill up at a gas station every day, including the big diesel trucks, mm-hmm. including not a gas station but a pier of ships, including at the airport the jets and the planes. Yeah, every day that is. Millions upon millions upon millions of gallons of gas. Oh, yeah. On a daily basis. And yet, the gas keeps coming every yeah. day. We still and we're not it. running out. Yeah, we still find it. It's still fine. Yeah. But they want to get rid of these engines, bro. They want to go electronic <laughs> now. Electric now. I saw, I saw an ad the other day for the new Hummer. Guess what? It's all electric, bro. I, I I made a comment. I said they should not call it the Hummer anymore. It should be the Bummer. Electronic, Electrummer, Electrummer, Electrummer. Yeah, but Electrummer. Yeah. You know what I was thinking yeah. too, bro? As you were talking about that, you know, the control of you know the population and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense because they always turn around, especially these globalists, and they go, "Oh, it's uh, global warming." That's what we have to depopulate. So if we they have don't, to do it in this, re- this they, way. They left the global warming term and went to the climate change term. Yeah, yeah. Climate the global, change. The global, global warming narrative was not working. Yeah. So, so you're right. And yeah. now it's climate change. Yeah. yeah. Oh, climate change. We have to depopulate. You know, the more people we have, the more we're putting, you know, uh, um, the, this earth uh, in uh, in danger. Man. So it kind of goes hand in hand. So I think the whole global is, is so real, you know? It's very real. It's, it's, it's just, very real. Yeah. Uh, when you study the history of it, when you look at 1933 with the Federal Reserve, you look at 1938 with the decision. Um, let me see if I can f- find it real quick for you so I can give, give everybody the reference to look up. The 1938 Supreme Court decision was... I'll look for it, folks. Um, it's in the book here. I can uh, uh, says um, it's says uh, okay. He said, "Name any decision of the Supreme Court after 1938, and I'll honor it." And all the decisions you read were prior to 1938. So this he's talking. To, this guy's talking to a court judge, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "But." He said, what about the Constitution? Mm. You know, he said, but isn't that unconstitutional? And the judge's response was, name any decision of the Supreme Court after 1938 and I'll honor it. But all the decisions you read were prior to 1938. He went on, prior to 1938, the Supreme Court was dealing with public law. Since 1938, the Supreme Court has dealt with public policy. Mm. The change that Mr. S is being tried for is a public policy statute, not public public law. Wow. That's, that's... And, and those Supreme Court cases do not apply to public policy. Uh-huh. I asked him what happened in 1938. He said that he had already told me too much. <laughs> well, he looked it up. 1938, the Erie Railroad. Okay. So while I began to investigate, I found that 1938 was the year of the Erie Railroad versus Tompkins case. That's the one to look up for, folks. Mm. Erie Railroad versus Tompkins, if you're into researching this stuff. Uh, And that was a case of the Supreme Court. It was also the year the courts claimed they blended law with equity. 
Mm. And equity is a, a certain type of law. Uh, it has to do with contract law. Yeah. Uh, I read the Erie Railroad case. A man had sued the Erie Railroad for damages. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Tragic and funny at the same time. A man had sued the Erie Railroad for damages when he was struck by a board sticking out of a boxcar. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> as, he walked, as he walked along beside the tracks. So, lesson, don't walk along beside, beside the tracks of a railroad. Uh, the district court had decided on commercial law, negotiable instruments law, mm. and that this man was not under, was not under any contract with the Erie Railroad, and therefore he lacked standing to sue the company under common law, natural law. Huh. He was damaged, and he would have had the right to, to sue. This overturned a standing decision of over 100 years. Swift versus Tyson in 1840 was a similar case, and the decision of the Supreme Court then was that in a case of this type, the court would judge by the common law or natural law of the state where the incident occurred, in this case, Pennsylvania. In the Erie mm -hmm. Railroad case, the Supreme Court now ruled that all federal cases will be judged under the negotiable instruments law. There would be no more decisions based on the common law at the federal level. Mm -hmm. So here we find the blending of law with equity. He said, this was puzzling to me. As I put these new pieces together, I reasoned that all our courts since 1938 were merchant law courts and not common law courts. Mm. There were still pieces missing from the puzzle. And if you want to know what the pieces are, folks, you're going to have to get the book. It's called The UCC Connection, How to Free Yourself from Legal Tyranny. It's, wow! It's available online. Get that. Yeah, I gotta get that book. So it's so it went from public law, popular common law, which common is, law, which is right. what, our, what our constitution was based on, right? To to contract law, basically. Con yeah, wow. Yeah. Because we had a contract with the Federal Reserve. Mm. The Federal Reserve has been running the country since 1933. The Federal Reserve has been telling presidents what to do since 1933. Yeah. And the, the economy has been manipulated the whole time. Yeah, of course. And the uh, courts have been under, the, the, since we filed bankruptcy back then, because you remember the 1929 crash and all that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and the Federal Reserve took over because they lent the money to us to keep going, they took over. I mean, they, they basically bought and paid for the United States. Mm-hmm. And so the courts no longer could operate under the original common law of the Constitution. Now they have to operate under contract law in contract with the Federal Reserve. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. And so when people try to figure out, what do you mean not no standing? Why yeah. can so many states sue one state in the election and they not have standing because it affects them? It's contract law. Corporate law, it's admiralty law, maritime law, applied to the mm. United States. Yeah. And you have to look all that stuff and learn about it, folks. Don't be lazy. Stop watching yeah. CNN. Stop watching MSNBC. Stop watching Fox News. You're not going to learn anything there. Come to the Vortex Project podcast. Yep. We will do the research for you and take care of you. Or you can go do your own research and really learn. Now, the Netherlands, latest to halt... Uh, AstraZeneca jab as Australia admits likely blood clot link. Mm. 
A top Australian public health official admitted the clogging incident was likely related to the AstraZeneca jab, even as officials in the UK continue to insist that there's no evidence of a link. And the insurance companies won't pay out, folks. If you've had your vac- yeah. if you've had that experimental injection, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I just we got to stay with truth here yeah. and face reality. If you've had that jab, and you and you you die or a relative dies, for God forbid, we don't want that. You're not going to be able to claim the insurance money. Yeah, they're not going to pay you out because they're going to say you took an experimental vaccine. You're saying that's what killed you, or experimental. Injection, the injection mm-hmm. is what they'll call it. Right. You you took that, and then you saying that's what killed you. You you took that risk yourself in your own hands, and our policy states and they'll go through all the fine print with all the legalese and say right here <laughs> it says we don't have to yeah. pay out. Yeah. And they won't pay out. Yeah. So beware of that. Well, why isn't that that being screamed from the mainstream media? Because they're compromised. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the back pocket of the globalists who run them. The yeah. Fed the Fed runs the mainstream media. Now, the Fed, I think, is in big trouble. I think they may have been taken down in 2018. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they have been, they've been operating illegally. And mm-hmm. that might come, that's that's probably going to come down and crash on their head. YouTube defeated 1.5, or excuse me, YouTube deleted 1.5 million dislikes from Biden White House videos. Data indicates. <laughs> so, uh, so, and they're saying we don't. We're, it, what's the metrics? What's the uh, algorithm? How does it determine if if the dislikes or the likes are um, bots, right? Yeah, and not right. real people. Mm-hmm. And my answer is, well, if they like it, it's bot. It's not bots. If they don't like it, it's bots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, if you live in Hawaii. The Aloha State, paradise, with the palm trees and the coconuts and the uh, beaches yeah, and the, the beaches, ocean, the ocean and the good surfing. Mm-hmm. Just be aware that traveling between they're they're proposing in Hawaii COVID passports for inter island travel. Mm. If you want to go from the Big Island to to uh, Oahu mm-hmm. or Oahu to the Big Island, yeah. which are yeah. You could have to have a COVID passport. <laughs> so buy your canoe, <laughs> get your paddle, and do it your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, la, 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 I said if <laughs> I've said if they if they restrict travel in the United States, I have a backpack, I have a sleeping bag, I have uh, a tent and I have all the provisions. I will walk it. Folks, there's a reason why he's a trail thinker. <laughs> The name says it all. I've been on some trails. Uh, I want to go on some more, but it's been kind of hard lately. So anyway, so there's some news for you. Let's see if there's anything else here that's worth mentioning. Now, what are your thoughts on the uh, whole uh, passport, vaccine passport? I mean, because Biden's pushing for it. I mean, he's already trying to push an executive order, you know. But on the other hand... When, uh, you know, everybody's pushing for voter IDs. Oh, they don't want that. That's racist. <laughs> but you want a passport for a vaccine. Well, 
I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I understand. Um, I don't agree with them. I think they're a violation uh-huh. of our civil rights. Yeah, yeah. They're, I yeah. mean, you, uh, you were But we can understand the position they, I guess, they're taking on them. Uh, well, Biden, you know, and the Democrats, obviously, because they want to be able to control who gets vaccinated, who doesn't, blah, blah, blah. And from the, let's say, more Republican side, which are the ones that are like, hey, wait a minute, because of all the fraud that happened in the in the last election. And they're like, wait, let, let's make this, this a little bit more controllable, you know. So it's, you can understand the argument, but at the same uh, time, you're right. It violates our First Amendment right. A globalist virus that has a 99% chance of survival if you don't have the vaccine. If you have the vaccine, you have a 96 chance of survival. I know. And that, (laughs) don't you just love the New World Order, brother? Man, Just this utopia we're living in. It's like (laughs) jumping from cloud to cloud, just like, oh, yes. They're using (laughs) COVID. Uh-huh. As an instrument of change. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. It's an agenda. They're Didn't you just say, I think last podcast, that, uh, and you told me, and I think I even looked it up, that uh, the Chinese came out saying already that it's a man-made, it was man-made. Right? Yeah, there's uh, indications of indications that. Indications of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm trying to come up with this part of the video where uh, this person is, I'll, uh, here we go. Um, when I, she's talking, but I'm We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. It's- Let me stop this so I can talk. Okay. Now, this is Queens, Queensland's um, chief health officer, Jeanette Young, and here's here it is down here, speaking of the truth about older people, it says. So here's what she says. She has, she has a Freudian slip. Let's hear it again. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not the video supposed to come up. Here we go. So they are our older people, 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. Mm. Chief Health Officer in Queensland. Wow. <laughs> wow. But we're going to require it for you to travel. <clears throat> yeah. There's an agenda. It's a globalist uh, agenda. Yeah, yeah, sure. Agenda. sure. And they're using, they're using fear and manipulation of the mind mm-hmm. to push their agenda. And their agenda is total shutdown mm. of the people. In other yeah. words, you can travel when we say you can travel. You can go in a store and buy food when we say you can go in and buy a food. Right. You can be relevant when we say you can be relevant. You can uh, be heard when yeah. we say you can be heard. This is the whole point of the mask is it's an optic symbol of yeah. um, you have no voice. Sure. Uh, you are a globalist slave. Every time we put the mask on, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm required to at work. I have no choice at work. They won't let me work <laughs> unless I have a mask on. Um, and, you know, going in stores out here, as you know, brother, they won't, they won't serve you. Yeah, no. You and they won't even on. distinguish between people who have asthma and COP. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, they're all playing doctor. Yeah, and they don't even play one on TV, and uh, they're all malpractice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they're telling you you have to have a passport to travel 
But you have, in other words, to get that passport travel, you have to have that experimental injection, which is going to void your life insurance, which is going to put you at risk, because they're talking about blood clots in Europe, they're talking about other problems, other places. She's, she just, Freudian slip said it could kill you, mm-hmm. and yet they want that for travel. So what's the purpose? To depopulate, according to Bill Gates. He said that. I mean, he oh, yeah. quoted as saying, mm-hmm. we need to depopulate. Yeah. And, and a, a global pandemic would be a depopulation method, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, of course, the virus didn't work, so now you, well, let's just shoot them up with the virus. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and or with whatever's in the vaccine. Now, I did a video on what's actually in the vaccine. Uh-huh. And the lipids is what was the concern. Mm. Um and so, but anyway, there's a lot there. Uh, they're saying, oh, that's it. That's a wonderful thing. The vaccine doesn't have anything dangerous in it. Really? Well, why are these effects occurring? You know? Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a violation of civil rights. Um, I think any person should be able to say, I want that stuck in my body or I don't want that in my body. Mm-hmm. I think we should have it should be in the patient's bill of rights that yeah. we can refuse yeah. anything being stuck in our body. And you're saying, I well, agree. but you're going to kill grandma. How am I going to kill grandma? Can a one human pe- being pass a virus to another human being? Yeah. As far as I know, that is biologically impossible. Right. We pass germs. Yeah. We don't pass viruses. Not only that, if that's yeah. the case, you know, passing the 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 um, the sickness to someone else. I mean, we would have done it with the flu a long time ago, right? The flu is still killing people. And well, yeah, the flu. You know, the flu. You get a flu shot, but guess what? You still get sick. The fl- Not as severe, right? Right. right. The, well, the flu shot. The difference is the flu shot has gone through. Clinical trials, right, right, and fully test it before they give it, right, right. That's how the flu shot works. COVID didn't do that. No, uh, we are the clinical trial. <laughs> We're the clinical trial. Yeah, without uh, involuntary in a lot of ways because uh-huh. they're saying if you don't have it, you can't travel. Yeah, I'm not no, going to have it. Yeah, and a lot of people are starting to refuse it. Yeah. Uh, in Florida, they're saying no. We're not going to do vaccine travel. Well, Florida, yeah. that state in general, right. man. And they're saying I, I, lo- no. I love their their uh, their governor, DeSantis. I do too. Oh, if man, if that guy was the governor in California, imagine mm-hmm. how different the state would be. Right. Oof. Right. But I just saw more news out of Florida. Um, this, uh, students at Florida high school warned they will be re-educated if mm. caught not wearing a mask. If after re-education occurs, they still do not comply, the student's administrators should be contacted. Welcome to the New World Order, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Utopia, where we are the slaves, and they, the people in power, are our slave masters. Yep. Yep. That is crazy, bro. But guess what? God's still in control, right? He is definitely in control. 
And he's going to bring this whole thing crashing down on her head. Yeah, I mean, what does the word of God say? He works everything for the good of his people. All things work together for the good... For, for the good of his people, right? Right. All things work together for those who love God according to his purpose. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, Sorry, folks. I gave you the short version. He gave you the actual verse-by-verse <laughs> verse version. Let's <laughs> go to it. Yeah, I just, just go, to, go it, right? to it. All right? We're, we're just embarrassing ourselves. Here we're thinking we're big time theologians or something. And like that. we know. And we know. And we know. It's not and we guess and we think and we possibility know. And we know. That's huge too. And yeah. we know. And You're we right. know. Yeah. It's not we think. No. We kinda guess. Yeah. We you know. It could be. It could be. No. We know. Maybe. <laughs> We know, based upon the character and attributes of God, mm, amen. we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called mm. according to his, his purpose. It works according to his purpose, which yeah. is normally to build his kingdom. That's right. And it, is, it works toward good for the believer, yes. not the unbeliever. Only for the believer. And there's some stuff going around about the pantheistic God and stuff in some of these circles. Look, folks, we're gonna I'm gonna clear that up right now. God is not pantheistic. Mm-hmm. God is not right. the universe. The universe is not God. He's not in us. We're not in him. Um, the Holy Spirit is only in us when we're in Christ. Amen. And that's by God's choice. That's right. God is separate from his creation. Let's be clear on that. He is separate from his creation. He is not his creation. Okay? He is separate from his creation. And he is the creator. Okay? And uh, so he's not found in everything. The trees, the rocks, you know, that kind of thing. That's a pantheistic God. That's a wrong God. That's, right. that, that, I don't worship that God. I don't recognize that God. Mm-hmm. Now, does everything have God's creative imprint upon it? Yes. You betcha. He, I mean, he's the artist. That's right. The art reflects the artist. Mm-hmm. Okay? The universe is not only scientifically functional with all, you know, all of the elements... T- the, the elements on the periodic table and so forth and coming together as... It's also a work of aesthetic beauty. There is a beauty to the universe. So God is not only a scientist. God is an artist. Mm -hmm. And when I say God's a scientist, I mean in the sense of he knows all things scientific to be able to create. Mm. He he knows all the elements. He knows all of it, right? Uh, He created the elements. (laughs) He created atoms. He created quarks, quarks, which, by the way, one quark does one, something on one side of the universe that affects the quark on, quark on the other side of the universe. How does that work? <laughs> How does that happen? That's God. Yep. God designed the universe in such a way that it's all connected together. That's right. It's a design. Um, and so I think I know who needs to be re-educated. It's not those kids. Right. But this is the totalitarianism mm-hmm. that even down to ordinary people, teachers are, you know, they're not power people. They're, 
they have power in that they educate our kids, but um, they're not power brokers, right? That's right. They're people that go home to their families every day, and they're just they're trying to make a living while they're teaching. But these school board members, I guess, is really who's pushing it. Maybe some of the teachers are teachers unions, probably, mm-hmm. um, are pushing this, and yet. Where's the scientific proof that masks stop viruses? I've shown proof on my channel that masks will put a virus, not a virus, but will put a a bacteria in you. Yeah. Right? That's right. An organism in you that's dangerous for your body if you put it up on you. So we've all had masks on. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we're just hoping, pray that it doesn't have effect on us later. That's um, true, bro. And so, yeah, they're the ones that need to be educated. We'll just leave it there. So that yeah, just shows you how extreme this has gotten. No, it has. Uh, it I has. mean, uh, you know how 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 manipulated they've been of the mind. Mm-hmm. How brainwashed they are yeah. by the globalists who have played this game well to manipulate yeah. the minds of a lot of people. And a lot of people have woken up and said, we don't believe you. We think you're full of it. And a lot of people are still saying, they're very, very hardcore <coughs> on, you people are mm-hmm. going, you're, you're, you know, you're a plague on society because you're not wearing a mask. That kind of thing. So, And that's a problem too, brother. A lot of people are falling victim to that side of the control where it's like, and the reason why they fall victim because they believe everything they say yeah. because they don't want to research. They think they they bear the responsibility uh-huh. to save us and keep us safe and to give us the the uh, antidote, you know, to this right. virus. Right. So it's like no. So if you fall on the other side of the fence, oh, you're the evil one. You're yeah. not masking up. You're right. not caring about everybody else around you. Blah 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 blah. Right. So. And that's a lot of the issue, too. You know, for those of us that are actually, you know, wait a minute, no. I have a mind. I'm going to use it. Right. Because they sit on a pedestal doesn't mean that they know more than us. They have a little bit more power because of the position they have. Right. But when it comes to knowledge and wisdom and being discernment and discerning of things, man, God gave us a mind to, you know, and especially us Christians, led by the Holy Spirit, come on now. Right. Don't believe everything you're told. Yeah. Even right. if it's from Fauci or the World Health Organization or the CDC, do your homework. No. The CDC is not a government organization. No. Mm-mm. Oh, shock. A lot of people think so, though. They, they think so, but they don't know. Yeah. The CDC is a subsidiary of the pharmaceutical corporations. Mm-hmm. It's a private organization. It's a private one. That's that right. the government depends upon to get these vaccines out. It's the connection between the pharmaceutical companies and, and the government. But it's not government. Now, it's a regulated industry. Mm-hmm. That's what, where people think it's government yeah. because it's a regulated yeah. industry. But it's not a government in, entity. Yeah. And it's private because you know why the pharmaceuticals, that's where the, right. that's where the cash so flows. could there be a conflict of interest here between the CDC and the pharmaceutical companies? No. If there's a sinister intent? That's, bro, really, come on. Now you're, you're taking it too far, bro. Come on. You, know, you really think that's happening? 
That's the question. It's only the pharmaceutical <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yep, there is. Oh, All right, well, before me. we get to our minutiae of uh, the meat of our podcast today, hit me with brother, something. I got to hit you with this one. I'm, I think, I'm about to get punched. I think I found... I'm going to throw my hands up the I block. think I found what's going to heal this virus, this pandemic. What's going to oh, heal? What's going to bring healing to people, bro? Oh, and it's not the vaccine. You know, uh, yes. Thank you for the info you hey, gave us. But, um, bro, I found him. I don't have anybody here to get me some Pepto-Bismol, do I? Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll be and, folks, right. you know how I like to grind his gear, so. <laughs> we have to fly, but we have to get a you know, a virus or a, what is a vaccine passport first before you can fly out. But we need to go to Limpopo. What? We need to go to Limpopo. I what believe. is Limpopo? Limpopo is in Africa, I believe. There's a Limpopo in Africa. There's a Limpopo. I've been looking all over uh, Africa. I'm trying to... I think it's in Africa. Let me see. Is it a country or city? Oh, you got me there. I didn't, I didn't research that much. Well, it's Limpopo Pastor. Limpopo Pastor. A Limpopo Pastor. So oh, he's okay. in Limpopo. All right. You I'm ready just, for this one, bro? Go. Go for it. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it exactly how this is here, all right? Let's take a breath here. <laughs> he's he's already having a hard time, folks, to even say. Well, I don't know what's coming, but this is the type of healing we all need from this Limpopo pastor. Whom, okay. if it's from Limpopo, it must be good. So we'll see. Limpopo pastor farts. What on congregation to heal them with God's power? There, I said it. Limpopo pastor. I told you, bro. I told you this is gonna be a good one. Hey, you're gonna be. What are you floored? What do you find this stuff? <laughs> Holy cow! Man, it, I, I don't find it. It finds me. I come across the weirdest, most strangest. So let me give you the backstory. Oh no, I don't even want to. Self. Look, I didn't even heard of these words. Self-styled pastor, pastor, self-styled pastor. I've never even heard of that, uh, uh, you know, uh, description of a pastor. They make up their Self own style. Style, yeah, yeah. But I've never heard yeah. of it in those terms, right? <laughs> Self style pastor. All right. This is the name right here, Christ Penelope. That's his name. That's his name, Christ Penelope, who founded <laughs> seven. <laughs> <It's> a joke. <laughs> I, the source is right here, bro. Oh, all right. my goodness. Go if you want to, you can do your own research. <laughs> Lynn Topo, Christ Penelope, and the other thing, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Self-styled yeah. pastor, right? Oh, Who founded... So the Oopa Loopas there, too? <laughs> ushers. Those are ushers. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the ushers or the... Uh, There's uh, a guy uh, with a hat that walks with a cane out there. Makes I'm chocolate. You, he founded... Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries. Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries. You get seven folds of the Holy Spirit, I guess. Whatever I marketing will bring in, I guess. Reportedly, <laughs> farts on his oh, congregant <laughs> as a healing process that cures all spiritual and physical problems, bro. See, so if you want to get the cure for uh, the CCP... Got a flight of Limpopo. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you that'll, that'll kill the virus. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Virus will stay I mean, in the cats. <laughs> it found the fountain of wait, wait, wait. Does, I guess. Does, 
<laughs> Does it say what he ate before he? <laughs> well, that's did he have a did he have a California burrito, brother? Is that what's? Uh, yeah. is, is, that's what I want to know. Was it, I, was I just, it a California burrito? <laughs> I just would want to say, let me know when he we doesn't just, when he doesn't eat beans. That's all I gotta say. We just we just we just lost our audience. We're all nauseated now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Holy cow! At this point, I gotta finish. So you know, oh, sorry, man. folks. I gotta keep going here. So the pastor from Gianni Limpopo. Where that uh, I don't know what's that. I, I'm sure it's in Europe somewhere. Gained viral attention after a photo of him sitting on a congregant's face oh, and allegedly farting <laughs> made the okay, rounds on social enough. media. That's enough. <laughs> oh come on, bro. <laughs> This is bad. <laughs> However, oh, the pastor has defended himself, saying it is oh, a demonstration of God's power. <laughs> After he was accused of hiding behind religion to perpetuate his disgraceful actions. I don't know what those actions are, but it just, uh, that's what he's saying. In an interview with Drum, I believe that's the source of the, uh, the interview, Penelope said his unorthodox and stinky healing ritual is how, a demonstration of God's power. Sorry, is, bro. How big is this church? I, I nobody, don't know. <laughs> hope nobody was eating while they were listening to this podcast. <laughs> he claims that he is following the divine example of putting people in need of a miracle into a deep sleep before giving them the healing they need. And I, and quoting him here, I, it started with Master Jesus when he stepped on Peter. Oh my! It goodness. is a demonstration of God's power. Just like God made Adam go into a deep sleep, it is a similar thing. God did anything with the body of Adam while he was on the ground in deep sleep. He was not feeling anything, Penelope told Drum. And <clears throat> here, show you proof. There's a gentleman with a mic. Sitting on the congregant, bro. Oh, don't tell me I didn't show you this. There it is. Look. Uh, yeah, I see. I don't want to see anymore. Oh, my goodness. That's All right. Horrible. I, I, I won't. Uh, I'll stop right there, bro. I'm sitting here looking at the Intimacy and Fathers, Church History by Scaff, the Harvard Classics, um, I mean, Ancient History Books. Books on hard sayings in the Bible. New is a covenant. Let's see, what is this one? Commentary <coughs> on the New Testament use of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I got commentaries galore. Matthew, Matthew Henry commentary uh, yeah. here. I, I, I got the inspiration and authority of the Bible. I got Phil Keller's works. I got Institutes of Biblical Law by Rush Dooney. I got sermons by Thomas Watson. Over here, I got Puritan works. I mean, strong. I can't. I, mean, I can't think of anything in my library right now that covers that situation. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't stoop that low. <laughs> this is just. This, I got. I got. I got all sixty six. Inspired books right here in my hand. I don't think there's anything about that in here. Anywhere. What a blasphemy of the Holy Spirit 
and a blasphemy of God and a blasphemy mm, of Christ mm, mm. on on Resurrection Sunday weekend. I, I'm sorry, it's just you know. I love to grind his gears, folks. You know, I like to surprise him with stories here. It does this just disturb But yeah. it, aside from the funny and the joking and all this stuff that we enjoy and love to do. Brother, like you said, what blasphemy! It's blasphemy, and the fact that people fall for, fall for this stuff because they're not taught correctly. Yeah, and he has a congregation. I mean, there's a picture of him, and as he's teaching out the top hundred people, he's got a charismatic person. He's one of those charismatic personalities yeah. that can draw people in. And we we get one of those re- very charismatic, very forceful personalities. People's minds can be manipulated, and they can control people. They know how to control people by manipulation. I bet you it's a cult mentality in that church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how cults work. And they'll defend him till Yeah. He dies or they die. I mean, it's... it's... Well, did the guy survive? That. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the whole story, but uh, yeah, was he healed? I have no idea. I think he, maybe after he went to the hospital. Oh but, man, uh, just... I mean, God, night that's sickening. But yeah. it's just, yeah. But it shows you to the degree that they've gone now. Oh yeah, no, it exactly. You know, You're right. I that's mean, the degree that man, you know, goes into to try and make. You know, well, not try and make to carry on their own religion and what they believe think it's. There's nothing know. in scripture they can use no. to justify that. Now, there, there's nothing. been, you know, uh, um, documentaries before where, where I saw um, this gentleman. He goes by the name Marjo. That's what the, his his uh, birth given name was, and I can't remember. It's a, it's it's two words put into one, but his parents were missionaries, I think, and they. They were his dad was a pastor preacher. Well, anyway, and this is this is a documentary in the seventies, bro. He took a camera group with him, uh, you know, uh, to follow him throughout these uh, uh, conven- conventions slash uh, what do you call it when you're under the tent uh, revivals. The and tent he's revivals? preaching, you know, and he yeah. it's that type of and the Lord told me the Lord, yeah, yeah, the stuff Lord. like that, and mm-hmm. the money that was given and. All this in the camera while he's in the hotel counting the money, telling the camera, I don't even believe this stuff, but the people do. Right. That's exactly the picture of what we see with all these so-called styled pastors. It's an easy way to make money. Yeah. And he said it. I'm making money. This is how I make money. I don't believe any of this. I don't even believe in God, but they do. So guess what? I'm going to play it. That's what I'm going to do. Right. And he's making money, make everywhere he went. Con artist. Con artist. Yeah. Leap of Faith. Have you ever seen the movie Leap I of Faith? I bet that guy said to one of his buddies that was in on it, hey, watch this. Oh, I'll yeah. show you how gullible these people are. Watch. Watch what I do this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. I bet he did that. Yeah. I, I, another good movie to watch and kind of look at these things from Leap of Faith with uh, Stephen, uh, is it Stephen Martin? Yeah, he plays a uh, an actual uh, Steve Martin. Uh, yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve Martin. Uh-huh. Uh, he plays this, you know, preacher slash. Right. But he's a con artist. Right. And, and, and uh, right. just to tell you the setup of how they set up people. Right. So when supposedly they're healing someone, you right. know, they stand up and yeah. Right. Right. It's it's I mean it's a it's a picture of reality. If you can manipulate the emotions. You can manipulate the big people. time. 
big time. So this is what we have mm-hmm. nowadays and continue to have. I mean, even I think if when you read throughout history, you know, uh, um, the, the history of the church, there was many that were like that, too, back in the day. Right. And what's the deep state doing, the globalists? Manipulating the emotions. Manipulating the emotions, They're of course. using the emotion of fear mm-hmm. to control people. They're putting out a false narrative, getting everybody... And they. it's amazing that they did it to the entire world. Mm. They gaslighted the entire world. Sorry, you said cast. <laughs> Sorry. 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 I just triggered... <laughs> I shouldn't have chose that term. Okay. Not after that article. Okay, so they faked out the entire world, right? They faked them out. Faked everybody out Yeah. for for almost a full year. Mm. And then people started to wake up and go, wait a minute. Yeah, there's something fishy going around here. Right. (laughs) So it's amazing, but it just shows you how, how mind manipulation can occur. That's right. Um, let me, since we're on that, then we might as well just dive all the way in. Uh, I'll read you uh, a couple things. Well, here's, let me go in here. Did I read this last week? The last uh, one? Yeah, you read part of that. Okay. This back page here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> talking about power, people want gaining power gaining over other power. people. Mm-hmm. Um, power is given to us by others. Hmm. How do we gain power, the capacity to make a difference in the world? The old Machiavellian philosophy of power treated it as something that is grabbed. Hmm. Narratives of power grabs make for great literature and art. Macbeth, Julius Caesar, the Godfather, Hmm. and more recently House of Cards. It is captivating to read about cunning acts of manipulation and the bloody elimination of rivals and allies. But they are more the stuff of fiction in the past than about how people enact power in the 21st century. Mm. Instead, a new wave of thinking about power reveals that it is given to us by others rather than grabbed. We gain power by acting in ways that improve the lives of other people in our society, in our social networks. Our power is gained to us, granted to us by others. This is true at work, in social organizations of different kinds, and in our friendships, romantic partnerships, and families. So this is the new power narratives. Mm. I'm going to jump down below where it says, uh, Groups give power continually to individuals in patterns of social behavior that often mystify or are objects of scorn and derision. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, my vo- voice, folks. <clears throat> starting to lose my voice. Like it or not, our species is, is reputation mad. Mm. Just look at the astonishing growth of Facebook, the enduring fascination with the gossipy characters in Jane Austen novels, and industries that have sprouted up around the uh, the burnishing of reputations. The pursuit of a good reputation is central to social life. We may exhort young people to not worry about their reputations, 
to privilege authentic self-expression no matter what others think. But groups construct reputations of individuals to mark their capacity mm. for power <clears throat> and to provide a check against its potential abuse. Your power is only as good as your reputation. Uh, I think of China where they have the social um, scores. Yeah, right? yeah, right. Yeah, so well, they're starting to do that here. <laughs> social yeah. scores. And there's one point in the book <clears throat> where he talks about power. Uh, everybody who seeks or gains power, um, it, it's become psychopathic. Hmm. Naturally become psychopathic. You ha- it takes the exceptional person to um, to overcome that. Yeah. I've got it right here. It says, the power paradox is this. We rise in power and make a difference in the world due to what is best about human nature, but we fall from power due to what is worst. We gain a capacity to make a difference in the world by enhancing the lives of others, but the very experience of having power and privilege leads us to behave in our worst moments like impulsive, out-of-control sociopaths. That's mm. <clears throat> what's happening to the world today. Yeah. You have some out-of-control sociopaths that are pushing the shutdowns and all of that. You have out-of-control sociopaths that do stuff like that pastor did. Yeah. He's not a controlled sociopath that found a way to make money and manipulate in, uh, these people mm-hmm. and rip them off. Yep. You know, <clears throat> that's all that is. Yeah. And at least in his, you know, from his business perspective, who doesn't want healing? You know? So, yeah. There's certain things I won't do for healing. <laughs> Right, 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 exactly. But yeah. yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying no, no, in, in general, yeah. people, you know, to yeah. be healed of something that they've, uh, you know, have had for many years, sure, or whether it's sure. physical or, or, or spiritual. They get, you get desperate. They get desperate, you know. And then you're yeah. easily manipulated. Right, right. Uh, how about the uh, publisher's house, clear, publisher's clearing house? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They manipulate you, they, they entice you with a... Oh, they have the commercials showing up yeah. at the door. Oh, you got your check. check right? Here you go. <clears throat> Meanwhile, millions of people lost out on money. Yep. Yep. That's the way it is. You know, manipulation. Uh, they they don't tell you to run the odds. Right. Neither does Vegas. Yeah, no. There's a reason why it's the richest um, buildings, the rich in, richest corporations yeah. on the Strip in Vegas are casinos. Yeah. Because the house always wins. Yep. In the end, they do. They do. And uh, the only ones that I know that will beat mm. the casinos, but they get banned from going in, are the car- card counters. Yes. They mathematic mathematically figured out how to beat them. Yep. And, and look people, at what and look at what they do. They, some people they get banned. They do. Mm-hmm. And, and they are, and they've got. <clears throat> well, I had I know somebody that. Was working for a casino out here. Uh-huh. He worked with me. Had two jobs, and uh, his job was to sit sit and watch the monitors yeah. and catch people cheating. Mm. Catch the card counters. Yeah, he had to know. He had to know how to count the cards himself. Yeah, to catch the card counters. He said he had to go to school for that. Oh yeah, and uh, <clears throat> catch 
the people who are not you know, in the know on the slot machines, right. you know, they've figured them out, uh-huh. you know, and uh, things like that. So, yeah, he's catching these people. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, nobody tells you the odds. It's just so good stuff, yeah. brother. Yeah, good stuff. So do you want to get on the uh, the good of this podcast? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit 144,000 real quick because we talked about that last uh-huh. podcast, and right. I didn't really get a full picture of that. Okay, for people, 144,000 are the hundred. Uh, they're mentioned as 12,000 of each tribe. That's right. Right in the Book of Revelation. It's during the tribulation, which we know occurred um, between 6370 A.D., mm-hmm. when uh, the Roman armies surrounded Israel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Bible doesn't say that the entire world will go through the tribulation, folks. It says that Israel would go through it. That's right. Uh, and they did. But <clears throat> the thing is, is that um, 144,000, yes, it's the 12th. 12 tribes, 12,000 tribes, it's not a literal 12,000 people. It's a number representing the kingdom of God and the Jews that would survive that period of time and come out and begin preaching the gospel and spread the gospel around the world in the new covenant. That's what that was. Mm -hmm. And so 12 in scripture is a number of uh, government. God, it's God plus government. And so it's God's kingdom. That's right. That's the number 12. And 144 is the derivative of the of 12, mm-hmm. right? 12 times 1244. And so <clears throat> when you go to 21, chapter 21, you see the New Jerusalem. And the New Jerusalem is a combination of the 12 apostles and the 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. And so that you mix you're combining the so the the elect or the the redeemed are not just the 12,000 tribes you know 12,000 from each tribe of the Jews that's not the only redeemed the redeemed are the combination of uh, in God's kingdom is a combination mm-hmm. found in New Jerusalem of the apostles and the and the 12 tribes mm-hmm. the, the the redeemed Jews that would come out preaching the gospel, the redeemed Gentiles that would come out preaching the gospel. Now, <clears throat> there's some other things to look at. When you look at Romans 2, <clears throat> Romans 2, it says, Romans 2, 28 and 29, For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter whose praise is not of men, but of God. So not everybody that is a Jew is a Jew, according to Romans 9, right? <clears throat> and what it means is, to be a, a Jew in God's eyes, in the new covenant, you have to be a, a, believed, a believer, a redeemer. That's right. And even in the old covenant, God did not count those who were physical Jews, but had rejected God, mm-hmm. right? rejected the the, the uh, what God put together for Israel for the coming Messiah, right? The yeah. sacrifices and all that. That's right. Uh, if they if they didn't do that, they were not counted among the redeemed. They're counted among the elect, and so <clears throat> they were not true Jews, even though they were physical Jews. When God looks at Jews, He's looking at 
the heart. Yes, right. Not the physical body. Yes, he had the descendants of Abraham. But that's the reason Christ fussed at the Pharisees saying, yeah, you're descendants of Abraham, but so what? Mm. Well, that, that means garbage. Yeah. You need to be... You need to understand that you have to be in Christ to be a true Jew. Amen. <clears throat> right? That's what That's he, was, right. he was telling them. And so that 144,000, the reason I said it was a picture or a number representing the redeemed is because of that. There's more. There's, uh, you know, there's, Revel- there's Romans 1.16 and so forth. There's a lot of verses I could go through. I'll just give you 1.16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Gentile, right? Mm-hmm. Or to the Greek. So <clears throat> it's a combination. The redeemed, when it comes to the spiritual Jew, there's no distinction between mm-hmm. Jew and Gentile. Paul talked about that. There's no Jew, there's no Gentile. There's believers. That's right. Right? And uh, we're all one in Christ. And so that is not a future, literal 12,000 Jews that are going to go evangelize the world in the future. That was the Jews coming out of the Old Covenant and the transition period between the Old Covenant and New Covenant, mm-hmm. which were, quote, the end times, the end of the Old, old Covenant times, into the New Covenant. There's no gap between the 69th and 70th year of Daniel, and that's where the big mistake is, in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <clears throat> so uh, they hit the 70th week. Yeah. And the New Covenant has been roaring ever since. And it's a combination of physical Jews, physical Gentiles that make up the Jewish nation. That's right. Spiritual Jews. Mm-hmm. Spiritual it's, kingdom, it's, right? I can go into more detail, but there's that's a basic one. Now I, I'm thinking, bro, if it was really mm-hmm. true, 144,000 people, and it was based on seniority, I think all the first Christians will be in first before any of us would be. Well, yeah, and the Jehovah's Witnesses really get that one wrong. Yeah, they're really messed up on it. All right, so we're gonna with this now, brother. Mm. Talking about the resurrection of Christ. Yes, sir, because we are celebrating. The resurrection of Christ this weekend. Good right. Friday yesterday, right? Yeah. So, so we're going to hit something a little different on the resurrection of Christ. Oh, all right. This is ancient Chinese records on Jesus. Mm. So let's hear what he has to say. Let's check it. Here is a typical record in the astronomy records of the book of the Han Dynasty. And it's actually dated the 9th of March, 5 B.C. And translated, it reads, in the second month of the second year of Jiangping, the comet was out of Altair, which is a star, for more than 70 days. Imagine a comet in the sky for more than 70 days. And the Chinese say it is said that comets appear to signify the old being replaced by the new. Altair, the sun, the moon, and the five stars are in movement to signify the beginning of a new epoch, the beginning of a new year, a new month, and a new day. Now, Altair is a star in the constellation of Aquila. And Altair is the brightest star in the constellation of Aquila. And the Chinese astronomers said this comet that appeared for more than 70 days came out of this star. Well, that's how it appeared to them. 
It's the 12th brightest star in the universe. It's the brightest star in this constellation. And it says in the astronomy records, the appearance of this comet undoubtedly symbolizes change. Yeah, on the uh, <clears throat> picture, folks, just let you know, it says 9 March, late May, 5 B.C. That he's talking about. Mm -hmm. 5 B.C. Here we go. The extended appearance of this comet, more than 70 days, indicates that this is of great importance. Now, if you calculate more than 70 days from the 9th of March, it'll bring you into around mid to late May. So this thing was in the sky from the 9th of March to around the middle or the late May, which is the warmer time of the year for Israel. We've always said as a church that Jesus was not born in December because it was too cold. The Chinese, not knowing what they were observing, saw a comet in the sky for more than 70 days from March through to May. The end of March in Israel is the beginning of summer. And it goes all the way through to October. Here's another record in the uh, Chronicles of Emperor Guangwu. It's dated 31 AD. Translated, it reads, <coughs> Summer, fourth month of the year on the day of Renwu, the imperial edict reads, Yin and Yang, darkness and light, have mistakenly switched, and the sun and the moon were eclipsed. The sins of all the people are now on one man. Pardon is proclaimed to all under heaven. The Chinese had no idea about Jesus in 31 AD. No Christian missionary would have gone to China because Jesus had just died. There weren't any Christian missionaries. And yet in their soul, in their spirit, they recorded this incredible statement in their history of the latter Han dynasty. And in their soul, they said this, this mysterious, unexpected darkening of the sun. The sins of all the people are upon one man. And pardon is proclaimed to all under heaven. They didn't know what they were writing. And it says here in the Annals number 18 of Guihai, Eclipse on the day of Guihai, man from heaven died. They had no idea what they were writing. But the Holy Spirit would have spoken to those Chinese astronomers and the emperor and in their soul, in their heart, they sensed that this unexpected darkening that lasted for three hours had something to do with a man in heaven dying, from heaven dying, and pardoned for the sins of the world. The Bible tells us it was about the sixth hour and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Three days later, the Chinese recorded a rainbow that encircled the sun like a halo.
during the reign of Emperor Guangwu on the day of Bing, Bing Yin of the fourth month of Jian Wu, a halo, a rainbow encircled the sun. And that's found in the history of the latter Han, Annals number 18. And that is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I put it to you this morning, folks, that the ancient Chinese recorded the date of Christ's birth, the date of his death, and the date of his resurrection. Now, that brother... Wow. How do we thank you that we can... That brother... Uh-huh. Is the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's, amazing. That's mind-boggling, isn't uh, it? That's... Just, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Wow. Wow. Um, I it never was, heard that was, side of... Uh, I've never been able to prove this, uh-huh. but I was told by my martial arts teacher year, many, many, many years ago that on the walls of the Shaolin Temple... Mm-hmm. They found uh, ancient, like really ancient Shaolin temples. Okay, yeah, right. They found biblical writings. They found uh, writings from Torah, uh, references to God, references to the biblical God. Mm. Um, and they believe, there's a, there was a theory apparently that uh, some of the ancient Chinese practitioners were more Masonic Jew than they were Taoist. Wow. Or uh, Buddhist. Wow. I mean... That's a mind-blower. Now, I can't it's mind-blowing. I can't prove that one, yeah. I, but I've... That's, I was told that. But so. it's... Man, I mean... The fact that how bad it is for the Chinese Christian, you know... They have to go underground. You have to keep your Bibles hidden, right? Right. The persecution is just (laughs) mind-boggling. Right. So there had to be, you know, Christianity had to have penetrated and brought to light to the point where they have to be persecuted so bad now, don't you think? So it makes you right. know it makes sense, right? Yeah, that'll be something. It does, to... and there's still millions upon millions of Christians in China. Sure, sure. They just probably have to be a little more silent because of the persecution that you right. know follows them. That's right. a, that was amazing, bro. <clears throat> that Thank talk you. about resurrection. Yeah, that's definitely different. This I time. wanted to do something on resurrection. I was, I was looking at R.C. Sproul. Uh, the clips were too long. Mm-hmm. R.C. Sproul was full sermons. Then I ran across this, and I go, oh, I, this is, this is yeah. going to really be good. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Thank you, bro. That was a blessing. And folks, man, this Resurrection Sunday, celebrate the, uh, Christ coming to this world. You know, uh, the dead, burial, resurrection. Wow. If it wasn't for that, brother, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be all lost. Yeah. No hope. So next week when you hit me with something, brother... Make it the aroma of fresh baked bread, okay? <laughs> you know that I'm going to come up with something, bro. Now that you bring a flower blooming in the springtime, something, 
something other than what you just gave me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I tell you. Oh, man. Good stuff, bro. Yeah, it well, is. Thank you. Yeah. It was a blessing. Uh, yeah. We got through some good stuff. Folks, yeah. be encouraged. Go research these things, you know, to see mm-hmm. whether they're so. And, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt when we express, you know, we, we not only do we love God's word, but we love to look at things. And, you know, we're always text back and forth because we come across things. And right, brother? And we're like, yeah. hey, what about this? What about that? That makes sense. You know, this yeah. is. We don't uh, do a full program planning, but we we, we do banter ideas about yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a blessing, so yeah. we pray that this is a blessing for you as well. Other than that, my brother, you have anything else? If not, let's yeah. close us out. All right. Well, it's a pleasure, everyone, and uh, we pleasure to come to you every week, and we appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful Resurrection Weekend, wonderful Res- Resurrection Sunday, and remember, keep your mind sharp and sharp here and we'll see you next podcast we'll catch you on the flip side you have been listening to the vortex apologetic podcast hey there ladies and gentlemen we want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic podcast it's a blessing to have you we hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us especially our wives put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God and uh, in return they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I uh, also want to just thank uh, our church, uh, our friends and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to encourage, be encouraged about. I uh, want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us and uh, it's a blessing to have them than that i hope you continue to enjoy the vortex apologetic podcast that we will talk to you soon more episodes to come your way other than that i'm out we're out god bless you